just um we've been kind of it's been a little while since we chatted and um we were kind of having a conversation around uh just brands and 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 what's what's been kind of changing with them and how they're sort of interacting with culture uh on the on all sorts of fronts and thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk through this idea of like what's the evolution of brands and as a bit of an extension on some of the stuff we've been talking about as platform brands because they kind of kind of swims in the same water i think a little bit but what's one of the really interesting things is how brands today uh, and i think more than just brands brand and people are sort of diversifying in terms of where they play and i think that it's kind of an interesting sort of extension of what we were talking about before especially with platform brands and as we sort of required brands to have like a, a reason to have an opinion about things or have a, having a reason to talk about something but what's really interesting is so many brands today are sort of just stepping into all different corners of uh, experiences or all different corners of culture kind of almost like randomly in some ways like without like a thorough explanation of it they're just sort of I don't know um, expressing themselves in different ways how would you describe it um, well, I've been, so I've been noticing, uh, a few examples of how brands are like branching out and I kind of thought, I don't know, I know we've spoken about it before and I kind of thought it was all like maybe just speculation, but that it wasn't actually happening yet. And then I started to see like all these real life examples of it going on. One of them, uh, which is kind of funny to me is Pornhub. Um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Um, I started seeing like Vice start to um, start to kind of report on them being this lifestyle brand, and I saw it a couple times. I was like, "This is uh, this is really interesting." So I I researched it, and they have sort of become this like household name in a way where it's like they're relevant in culture. And I I found out that they're not even the most popular porn site on the internet. They're like third or fourth. But like culturally, Big deep research. <laughs> <laughs> like culturally, they it was in the Vice article. <laughs> um, culturally, they're like the most relevant, and people are wearing their merch. Yeah, and like their Kanye did merch for them. Yeah, like it's it's kind of crazy, and we all know about like this whole Tumblr thing where Tumblr used to be like this indie blog site. Um, and then it kind of turned into this porn site and then they got bought out, I think by, by Verizon. And so they stripped off all the porn, all the nudity, all that from it. And they lost like a ton of their users. And now Pornhub is in talks with like buying them back, which I think is interesting. Like they're branching out and, um, and looking at buying Tumblr. And I, I just think it's really fascinating that even something as like, so 
simple of a concept as like a porn site is opening up to other avenues and and branching out in their in their brand it's really interesting to me about yeah. i guess it's just like now's the time for that i think definitely now is the time for that i mean going back to what andrew was saying you know as people especially gen z is becoming more or are becoming more hy- uh, multi-hyphenate store brands mm. you know so like amazon i mean like they started off as an e-commerce retailer now they're doing but they have their whole like bookstore. They have a grocery store. I think they bought Whole Foods, right? So I think the trajectory now for brands is like, what outside their core offerings can they go toward, and how can they expand, and like, what are some brand extensions that they can kind of offer up? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, like Equinox, a gym, is now opening up a hotel in Hudson Yard, right? Which actually makes total sense. It's, it works. It makes so much sense as a brand mm. because they are in, if you strip away the fact that they're a gym, it's about health and wellness. Right. And which is kind of this thing with hospitality. And all all hotels have gyms. Why can't the gym be a hotel kind mm-hmm. of thing? Like, it's actually a really, really kind of cool idea. And then also Shinola, right? Leather goods, uh, bike seats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Maker of really dope record players watch stuff <laughs> watch, <laughs> stuff. watch stuff watch stuff they're shinola obviously everybody knows dope brand but now they're also doing a hotel right right like there's this there's this thing and we talked a little bit about it with nike them being a platform brand and them actually kind of digging in to what their kind of core brand theme is which is this idea that Everybody with the body is an athlete, which kind of spins into the just do it, which spins into the Nike fuel band, allowing everybody to actually be an athlete by tracking your points, competing on an everyday scale. Right. Like people are really recognizing their their platform and really their mission. And right. that's like a super interesting thing. And then you also have uh, is it the Capital One Cafes? I think it's, yeah, is it Capital One? Place. Capital yeah. One has them. Yeah. You said it, there was another yeah, one. Yeah, you yeah. said there's another one. I, th- I think it. it was Capital One. Uh, <laughs> it's either Capital One or Citibank. I can't remember. Uh, but it's kind of, it's, it's, it's removing that barrier. Because again, to me, Nike is no longer a shoe brand. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's Capital One. It's a, it's a lifestyle brand that encompasses this larger mission, this larger vision. Shinola becomes this larger lifestyle brand. And with hotels, what's cool is that they make products. So their hotels are going to be furnished with the products that they make. They're going to be able to create those vibes that they want Mm -hmm. you to create in your own home. And so it kind of pulls you into this, like, the idealistic version of their world. The staged version of their world. You know who else is doing this that I just remembered? Apple. Apple is doing the, they're making all of their stores like, um, like community centers. They have like a place for bands to come and play and they have like, they're having cafes and all their stores and like, it's just, it's, it's insane. And I told you, did I tell you about Taco Bell? Uh, So Taco Bell I just saw is, um, the cantinas. Aren't they opening a hotel? They're opening a hotel. Yeah, what? Yeah, they're opening a hotel in, in Palm Springs. Taco Bell? Taco yeah. Taco Bell. I, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a Taco Bell stan? Stan? Uh, I, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm a closeted, I'm a closeted, ta- oh, yes, I'm not closeted. I, I love Taco Bell. It's delicious. No one should be in the closet in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Go Yum Brands. Go Yum Brands. That's, I I, that's know, I love crazy. Taco Bell. Yeah, they're doing a hotel. I think it's just for the summer. Hold on, is it, or is it, 
just people getting into fucking hotels? No, man. I it seems like because it's like Shinola, uh, what was the Equinox, Equinox. <laughs> oh, yeah, people getting into the hotel. Space. Yeah, it's like people getting into these hotel spaces. Like, what is it about hotel spaces that people are like jumping to get into? Like, I'm gonna open a fucking hotel There's, as a brand. I, I think what's weird is like brands have always done this, but they never launched it under under their own name. Right? They've always oh, diversified. Like from a business perspective, True. it makes sense to sort of diversify your portfolio yeah. in one way, shape, or form. But they rarely ever did it because it was never. Well, I think the weird the thing that you it hit would on like is dilute. Like, it would dilute your mission, like yeah. quote unquote. Like yeah. people's mission statements probably used to be a little bit more specific, but it's this sort of. I think what you were getting at, like it, the the branch just becoming more of a lifestyle than a quote unquote like. Uh, a mission or a product company or mm-hmm. or they'll still do those things but they're in a they're in a greater pursuit so like the the more of a lofty sort of mission um and maybe that's why they can justify they can justify stepping into all these other spaces but i think like to the point eric was making earlier it, to me it just seems like the humanization of brands yeah mm-hmm. because like you were saying, the the younger generations do not like to be identified, defined, or put into any one sort of a box. Like almost everything is gray, and I feel like brands are recognizing oh that they have the the right to do well whatever they really want to. Because at the end of the day, the more opportunities for connection with an audience, it's like a all roads lead to Rome sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like just interact with our brand; it's more reasons to love us mm-hmm. and interact with us. I I kind of think they have to do this because. Um, because of celebrities becoming brands and they have so many avenues and like mm-hmm. because they're one single person they can do all these multiple things without it without it being weird it just kind of works um, like Rihanna stepping into the space of makeup and then now into fashion and Kanye is doing the same thing and like all these people are really branching out and yeah. they're collaborating with all these brands and so brands <coughs> have to keep up that's true sense. because an individual is larger than the single product. Yeah. And yeah. like once you get to know a celebrity, you're like, oh, this is what they stand for. Yeah. You don't say they stand for making like shoes. No, they exactly. they You actually understand that they stand for this larger narrative, this larger picture. Like we were just talking about Virgil. There's some stuff that's being made that's like, what? But when you kind of dive in, and I am somebody who always justifies all the stuff that he ends up doing because... I like love the mission. Mm-hmm. I love the larger statement that he's trying to make. Mm-hmm. So then each thing I can go like, oh yeah, this fits into that. This fits into that. This fits into that. So that is what has come with like the branding of people, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you remove the singular focus of this person has to keep creating these products or I won't understand what they're doing. And now it's attached to like, I understand that this person has a larger mission in life. And it was cool how you tied it to the multi-hyphenate. Right, like that is a very true thing, mm-hmm. and like for Gen Z being multi hyphenates, then to also expect that from the brands and people who they're buying something from seems natural. Mm-hmm. I think what it all amounts to is that brands now are just experiences, yeah. Like, and I mean, uh, this makes sense as far as like brands turning into hotels, right? Like, if you think about the line hotel in LA, mm. like Ace Hotel. These are like full experiences. Like, a hotel is a is pretty much the epitome of experience because you you go there to sleep, you eat there, you have all your you play, like, you know, you work exactly. Yeah. So I think like Ace Hotel line, they have like merch, they have like this full like branded experience, and I think brands like Taco Bell and like Muji and whoever else are trying to capitalize on that. And like it, to me, it makes perfect sense. So um, I don't know. I think it's really a really interesting kind of tidbit of news. 
in the industry. Tidbits are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Tidbits are always interesting. <laughs> oh my god. Um, why are you so weird? <laughs> well, because I'm just like literally scrolling through Hypebeast and it's talking about all of these celebrities starting all of these different things as we're talking about it, right? So it's just interesting because who is it? Kylie? Yeah. Starting a baby line? Oh, great. <laughs> it's like... yeah. She also started ki- uh, skincare. <clears throat> it's just... I think it's interesting how there are certain brands who have like an ecosystem like Google and Apple and Windows and it was like their um it was always their goal to like get you wrapped up in this ecosystem so you kind of can't go anywhere and I feel like all brands are sort of adopting that now it's like if we can get you if we can get you here then like you'll always want to come back to this and this and yeah. this and that have right. it saturate your entire life and so I I just I think I I like it actually it I mean it does in some ways, um, it gives you more options, mm-hmm. um, which I like. And I think uh, a lot of these things are making our lives easier in some ways. So I'm yeah. for it. Yeah, I do like the humanization of brands. Yeah. Because one, it creates like this dialogue or this sense of dialogue between you and the brand mm-hmm. because there's more things for you to touch from them. Mm-hmm. And I had something else. Transparency. Well, left my mind. They become Transparency. Better, and, better and it gives you like this this different representation and this different opportunity to touch the brand that I find super interesting. Like the fact that Taco Bell is opening up a hotel, like I want to stay there. I'm interested. I want to yeah. see what's going to, like what is a Taco Bell hotel? Like yeah, it's, it's interesting. Let me find out. Yeah. Well, like it's it's crazy to me though. I think the point you make, you made it earlier, CC, is, is smart though. It's just that a person is the ultimate platform yeah. and that brands sort of have this pressure, but I, I don't know if it's necessarily, because you can still succeed as a, as a like a laser focused sort of brand, right? In some way, shape, yeah. or form. Like there's always gonna be like, oh, if you want the best watches, like this is the brand that this is they live, you know, yeah. eat, breathe, sleep, this thing. I think there's always room for that. I just right. maybe it's just that what a lifestyle brand is has changed. Well, I just don't I, think right, like because I think sorry. we used to call all of those brands lifestyle brands that just make things for your lifestyle. Right. But to me now, a lifestyle brand is actually something that encompasses a more full lifestyle. Thing. Right. And mm-hmm. it's more than just a product. Exactly. You know, so I think maybe it's just the definition of a lifestyle brand yeah. is shifting. Well, totally. I think what it is, it's more of it's a bigger reflection of culture in that yeah. there's a fluidity to things that didn't used to mm-hmm. sort of exist. Like most things used to be a lot more binary. And, and now there's like a everything's much more gray. And that's why like when you start to associate it as a lifestyle the symbolism behind a brand can mean almost anything. Uh, and I think that brands always used to do this, right? They would, you know, co-collaborate with people. They would um, sponsor events. But it's so much more, I think it's more overt now. It's just like, this is what we're doing. We don't need permission to operate in this space because we're collaborating with somebody. We're just going to go make this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and because it's part of who our brand is and who we represent. Yeah, it allows a brand to dig their heels in yeah. to their, to like who they actually are I think a little bit more. I think it's dope. also about um, like with the rise of people really, really making sure that 
um, things are made ethically and they like stand by a certain set of principles. Like people are, are really holding brands accountable. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. in that you sort of are, you sort of are losing options at first for the people who don't withstand to those set of principles that we're kind of expecting them to be held to. And then now I think, I think brands are evolving and saying like, okay, if, if these brands are sort of out of our way now, let's, let's, let's jump into that space because mm. we've connected with these certain yeah. people or we've, you know, how do you, makes sense. how do you think people are perceiving that? Because I think one of the, one of the recognitions to like the fluidity, like I can look at Kylie and, and understand there's nuance to why she likes this or that, or is getting involved in this or that. And I mean, even on podcasts, right? Like, there's a person, there's a personal thing there. There's mm -hmm. like a really human thing there. So it's like when people make recommendations, it feels super genuine. Mm -hmm. Like one of the risks is people questioning motivation for brands operating the spaces. Cause almost always a brand is not a person. It's a, it's a conglomerate of people, opinions and things. And mm -hmm. it's like the motivation almost always at a gut level is back to capitalism. Like what are they trying to capitalize on? Oh yeah. That's, that's always going to be true. But I think that's where it becomes important for your the brand to truly align it with their core mission. But create a mission that ties back to the reason they created their first products, but also broadens their scope so they can begin to operate in these different realms. So, for example, somebody like, and I heard this in a talk a long time ago, they were talking about Ford. Ford is not a car company. They are a mobility company. They're just about getting you from point A to point B quicker, faster, and more efficiently. They don't have to make cars to do that. They can make public transportation. They can make skateboards. They can make anything else that allows you to get from point A to point B quicker, faster, and more efficiently. Outside of that, that would fall out of that core brand message. Right. Right. I mean, so you like, you, you could make an argument that they could fit there, but like if Ford started making skateboards, nah, I'd be like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they shouldn't make skateboards. That's, that was a it's, bad it's, business. No, 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 no. Maybe they should. No, 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 you know, just, maybe they should. Here's the thing: no. is it, it, it like it almost it can't come back to the it can't can't have anything to do with the mission statement, in my opinion, because like it just has to be. Most of the brands that do this well are they sort of capitalize on this like cultural liking of them, like that that liking principle where people sort of look up to a brand because there's a cool factor to them, mm -hmm. or there's a or an idolization of, of someone like mm -hmm. you, people are idolizing Virgil and anything that dude touches, it's instantly sort of got a, a piece of clout, whether or not yeah. he has a right yeah, to operate. I'm saying, I don't think Shinola could, could have gone from just watches to a hotel. Here's I feel like they had to make, they had to make some strides to get into like, we're making record players. We're making like these things that go in your home to then give them the clout and the ability to go like, oh, I actually want to see what a Shinola like mm -hmm. decorated space mm -hmm. looks like. I think that there are certain products that um, you can say like this type of person is into it, and so you can understand like what else might what be else attached. Falls in their ecosystem. Yeah, so it's like if you're into music, you're also going to be into this and that and whatever. And so I think like brands, as long as brands are kind of doing what is maybe like adjacent to them, that it may not be exactly like what they've always done, what they've always made, but it's people who are interested in this are also interested in that. Mm. Then it like, it makes sense to kind of dive into another area. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think to me, there has to be a logical connection, right? Like what I learned in marketing in college was like Colgate used to make frozen food. That doesn't make any fucking sense at all. So it failed. Yeah. But like it talk about venturing into the hotel 
you know, the hotel industry, it's like, it kind of makes sense. They make food, they're in hospitality. Like this is almost kind of a reasonable connection here. You yeah. Know? So I, I just, in a way, yeah, I mean, kind of, it's, yeah. like, it's almost a stretch, but yeah, it makes more sense than Colgate and fucking frozen food. <laughs> yeah. Craft hotels. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, maybe it's two things. It to me, it does have to have that logical connection. It does have to have that adjacent cool factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like craft hotels doesn't have like that ring to it mm-hmm. that Shinola right. does, mm-hmm. or even Equinox. Yeah, and maybe it's as simple as um, th- there's a difference between the things that we make and our mission statement, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is what we're trying to do, versus. Um, I feel like the every other space where this is seems to make a lot of sense is just brands who have a really strong belief system. Yeah. Like we have a belief and yep. this is an expression of that belief. Yeah. So it's a little bit more of like an ethos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you have the right to be there because of your brand ethos yeah. rather than I mean you've always been true to that ethos. Yeah, rather yeah. than you're trying to do something, but mm-hmm. you're trying to say something. And that's why you kind of I'm, I'm I have something to say about the experience of, you know. Yeah. Staying somewhere new or whatever. Yeah. whatever to me, I feel like that's <clears throat> just going back to like Virgil. I feel like that's why Virgil can do all that stuff. Even if you like don't like it, you're like, oh, I get that he's trying to say something within all of these realms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's an well, he's an artist, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, it, that's just where it goes when you go to the, the level of like a brand where it's like I don't really, I, it's not identified to a person, but like, is there a really well articulated or salient belief that people can recognize about mm-hmm. this brand beyond the quote unquote mission of like what they're trying to do versus like, here's what we believe about like the human condition or yeah. experiences or something like that. And then, then they have a, this, it, it, that immediately makes you more of a human yeah. when, you, when you believe something. Um, I was thinking about this too with like celebrities for instance, Billie Eilish, when she came out with her new album, um, instead of just having like a party, she created an art installation for every track. So she had a room that you would enter in where she had like a whole experience of how she wanted you to experience the song. So she not only became a musician at that point, she became an artist, like where she she made like real live in art for every track of her of her album and like again i think that's the evolution of of celebrities and brands Mm -hmm. it's it's and it makes sense and people are like wow this is incredible you know like it 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 opens up a whole other way for brands and people to communicate with their followers yeah it's really interesting um something else though that i wanted to bring up was that like we're saying that when brands make these decisions to branch out, um, like it needs to make sense. But what happens if it doesn't really make sense, but it's still really well done? Do you think that people care? Like if it's really, really well done, it's like super cool. What's been an example of that? I don't even. Well, like I personally don't think that the Taco Bell hotel makes a whole lot of sense. People are going to be like, I don't really get it. I'm still into it. I'm still into it, like I, because th- no, no, I'm, so I'm interested. But for like me, for me, because it's a pop up, right? Yeah, and they are so, like you were saying, like food is adjacent to where you stay. Et yeah, like it's it's essentially hospitality. The hospitality industry is like food, uh, loc- or uh, housing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. It's encompassed within all of that. So to me, 
it is sort of adjacent, and they are a fun brand. Mm-hmm. They're a fun lifestyle brand where you go to get late night treats and snacks. <laughs> so I feel like whatever this idea of like late night treats and snacks done in a hotel <laughs> is gonna be interesting. <laughs> I, I just wonder like how far people can go mm-hmm. as long as it's done well. Like I want I want I want to see the envelope pushed because I think as long as it's cool, like I really don't think people are gonna care if it's done really well. Yeah, I don't think so either. When I think of brands that aren't talked about that do this, like Disney, they own like fucking everything, right? True. They have, like, ESPN, they have you know, uh theme parks, like they have fucking everything. And like Coca Cola. They have milk, they have water, Aquafina, but no one talks about this, you know? True. So how do y'all feel about, like, brands that own just, like, a shit ton of brands, or, like, sub-brands, I guess? Yeah, see, I feel like that's... Like, that's, that's more I, logical to me. Well, I feel like that's I don't the, like it as much. That's, like, the Amazon thing. Like, it's it's not as cool. It's definitely not as cool because you're liter- you're not... It, there, there's not necessarily a perspective. It's that is capitalism at its best. It, it's we see a financial opportunity here. We're going to create another brand mm-hmm. to capitalize on it. It's like Procter and Gamble. It feels yeah. fake, in I mean, a way. I, it's, to me, it's not necessarily fake. It's like that's capitalism. Yeah, it just feels like maybe not fake. It it just feels like um, dishonest. Yeah, I mean a lot of these things that we're talking <laughs> about, like when they feel weird, when they feel like oh that's weird, why would they do that? To me, it's just it's like expressions. Again, it's like if you take it back to expressions of their belief, it's. Um, I feel like advertising has been doing this forever, mm-hmm. and they've just been doing it in mediums like film, right? Like, um, remember the the Dove commercial where they mm-hmm. have like the 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 women and the men describe themselves, yeah. and then a friend describe them, and have somebody actually sketch from those. Mm-hmm. I mean, that had nothing to do with skincare product. You know what I mean? Like that. So technically, it's a little bit weird, but it had to do with beauty. But really, I think at the end of the day, it, it became an artistic expression of what they believed about beauty. Or yeah, you're right. Like advertising has the best advertisements are adjacent relationships yeah. to the product that creates some sort of emotional connection. Right. Exactly. And that's why you've often seen, I mean, historically, you've seen a ton of pop-up experiences mm-hmm. that literally could be, they're, they're, they're just ex- uh, art- artistic expressions of something that a brand represents or, or believes or, or whatever it is that they want to do. It's just now it seems as though brands are not afraid to stand up a business on that same Around expression. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, well, let's, let's just do this thing um, because it does align with that expression. I, I think where it gets weird for me, like when brands do it is like, it's still a collective of individuals coming together around that. Mm-hmm. And so, I think where it becomes difficult to navigate around the people who probably work there and make the decisions in that brand, like navigate around when and where and what should be uh, a good representation of a brand. There just needs to be a really well mm-hmm. run, led, thought out expression of that because you could see how brands could start to go down really astray versus like if it's individuals um expression of an idea like a brand evolves so much over time it's like if a founder had something a hundred years later like what is that brand about um you know is is it truly the same intent or does it even need to be i mean a a brand can evolve too but it's like is it truly the same intent as what it started out to be i I think if brands aren't evolving we're not talking about them today yeah definitely I mean, you you said you mentioned like a watch company, 
who is still doing, you know, just watches, just doing it really well. And they may still be around, they may still be doing well, but they're not culturally relevant anymore. And I think they may be doing fine now, but the way things are going, like you you have to be bigger than what you used to be or people don't care anymore. Mhm. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of like a different way to like to to play this same action at like uh, most of the brands you're talking about are like product companies or they make a thing like who would it like would this make sense for like a service oriented brand or like like what um hmm, I, I mean, I'm, I, just, I'm trying to think of like I think, other so. Ways I think so because even like the creators of Basecamp mm-hmm. they were a service oriented brand and then they created Basecamp mm-hmm. so I feel like this is this same thinking has been going on forever with the world right. of startups. Right. Right. Where it's like there is people working in a service oriented company and then somebody has an idea to make something more efficient and then they create it. Yeah. So I feel like that has been happening. Or you, like you look at Sid Lee. I feel like they do a lot of like extra stuff that's adjacent to agency. Yeah. That's more cultural representations and right. cultural like looks into your brand. Mm-hmm. To me, I do think it's feasible and possible and necessary within, to me, all industries to mm-hmm. to remain relevant or to provide opportunities for people to engage with things outside of their like day to day. Right. Let's get. I, well, maybe it's just now culture is allowing you to right. Mm-hmm. Like whereas mm-hmm. before, it just we would probably reject that. Like, yeah. what the fuck do they know about Yeah, hotels? exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like today feel, we're just like... I feel like you don't... Like, we're, we no longer... Just like the multi-hyphenate, we no longer have to stay in our lanes. Like, individuals don't have to stay in their own lane. Brands don't have to stay in their own lane. But there still has to be, like you're saying, there has to be some ethos that's driving it. Yeah. Or it will come off as inauthentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, even, like, if it's done really well. If it's done really well and it doesn't have like that tie back to the ethos, I think people won't necessarily associate it with the brand. Like it won't build that like brand equity. Uh, yeah. It'll build the equity with whatever I'm looking at at the moment. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. It, it is interesting. Like, oh. Oh, no, I think it might have worked. <laughs> what? No. I, I th- so <laughs> I, I think this is interesting that... I was going to say like city bikes. Well... Well, well, city bikes actually worked. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting now that like the more you think about it, it's in the context of culture too. It's this is the w- brands have always had like a voice, right? They've had a voice in terms of politics. They have a lot of power. They have money. They have they had advertising. They could really drive that. And I think since the conversation has turned to more of an intercultural discussion or dialogue, mm-hmm. this has become an opportunity for brands to still have a voice in culture. Yeah, by doing things that people will talk about mm-hmm. um, and not sort of like, and actually have like a dialogue with or can experience not, not sort of projecting so much more of like creating experiences or things that can be a part of the cultural dialogue. Yeah. I think, I think one thing that would be cool for me, like I would love to see is like people really embrace that, that power. Like obviously like brands like Nike, Patagonia, even Keen, to me, embrace that power that a brand has from a financial perspective, from a voice perspective, um, and being able to be a voice for their audience, the people who are supporting them. 
and be a platform for that those voices and those missions and those ideals. To me, it'll be really cool if brands really begin to realize that they are platforms for the people that are supporting them and dig into like and ask themselves, who are we a platform for? And I, truly I, begin to like build product, build things that align with that or marketing and whatever that actually align with that. I think we're just starting to, I think we're just at the beginning of it. Like the brands really becoming more than a brand. I think all started with celebrities being more than just like celebrities. Like with social media, humans, regular everyday humans became celebrities, which kind of like busted open this whole this whole idea of what a celebrity could be and what it is. Bless it. <laughs> and so it, <laughs> okay, that was a terrible thing <laughs> to say. Um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> like, I lost my train of thought. Thank you for that. Irwin. I do like, but I do like what you were saying though, about it being an, an opportunity or a vessel for brands to be a bit of a megaphone for their yeah. audience, mm-hmm. like to be a bit more of a, but it does require brands to listen though. Like I think like that's the thing. It's if all of these initiatives like are a true representation of what their audience believes and not what they necessarily, mm-hmm. cause that, that would be a really interesting thing to have is like, you know, still a brand can express and represent what they want to represent, but uh, as a mechanism for being a platform for their audience saying they really need to listen to what the audience is asking for. I mean, that would, that would be a pretty amazing way to step into these other spaces, too. And you always have a right to. Like, well, this yeah. is what our audience wants. Yeah. Where do you think they it. hear what the audience wants? Uh, that That's, I mean, it's more of a form of having an actual dialogue with that audience. Like, it, creating these experiences. And it's you, not like, it's I not, I don't think it's actually going to be like, that. it's a hard one, right? Because well, it's, almost, it's more think, of a collective. I think brands that are doing it right have people. Well, on, I also like, think. On the, on the ground floor like speaking and talking and understanding what's going on in culture and especially like their subcultures. Cause even you even take like Red Bull is also somebody who's done this amazingly. True. Like they're an energy drink company. Yeah. But they also have like the most content out of any brand yeah, they're tight. ever <laughs> created or something like that. Like it was crazy how much content they have created and they have like the Red Bull, like uh music thing. They have the, the Red Bull like dance competitions, the break dance cut, like they actually like are in deep with these different communities. A dude jumping out of a, a rocket, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like on top of like, but I think on top of like the spectacle, right? Which is the Red Bull gives you wings. They also then are very deep into researching and understanding and consulting with the people within these other actual communities. So uh, to me, it's like they are taking the time to understand to sit down and that's what good brands are doing so i think since brands got a hold of twitter like originally twitter was just like any other social media platform with your friends you're just updating throughout the day and that became this conversation that you could have with your friends and i think since brands have gotten a hold of twitter it is literally like such an easy way to create a dialogue with people who follow you and if you think about all the like uproar that's been caused on Twitter, like for, for instance, Sonic the Hedgehog, the yeah. new movie, there was a first look and people freaked out on Twitter no. and were like, this looks ridiculous. What, like, what have they done? And now the, they're remaking him to look 
better, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, I think because of social media and because of how people turned into brands, brands started to take advantage of that and say, like, we can be we can be humans here, too, mm-hmm. and we can have this conversation. You can inform what we do, what our decisions yeah. are, and how, how we make them. And that is, it's honestly powerful for both. Yeah. It's, social media is free research. It's free focus grouping. You don't mm-hmm. need to, like, gather anyone for that. It's just, like, it's all out there. But... My question is, like, who on social media wanted a Taco Bell hotel? Like, who asked for that? <laughs> That's just such an odd thing, like an odd request. Yeah, know? but also, like Henry Ford said, if he was to ask people when people were riding horses, what do you want? They would just say faster that, horses. That's they wouldn't say cars. Right. That's Taco one of the things Bell doesn't is say giving you people want. cars, bro. <laughs> but oh, that's the whole thing. I love you gotta, that. You got you to gotta watch out, though, for... Because if you just listen to the masses, like mm-hmm. it, you're gonna get some bullshit, and and it all, like the reflection of social culture at the time doesn't necessarily mean uh, won't necessarily progress you. Um, say, to, me, to, to me, like really good brands have their finger on the pulse of culture, and it's not just listening, but they have a hypothesis that then they work at to prove or disprove. It, well, exactly. And exactly. It's, so it's like broader than like them just listening, because I don't think any great brand who's done like mass innovation has purely just listened. You can't. And that's like, that is sure. actually my like big issue when we just kind of like, as digital agencies, getting yeah. into another rant, tangent, when it's like, there's such a huge focus on just data, 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 yeah. without the other side, which is like human consideration and insight and to look at the things that they're not saying in those nuances. Right. So I feel like there's so much things that they're not saying because a person can only say as much as they've seen. They cannot say the things that they haven't seen. Yeah. Like before the touchscreen phone, people would have been like, oh, yeah, a better phone would just have more buttons. Yeah. <laughs> like it would be easier if I just had like my mom and it was like a quick button and another quick button. Like if I had quick access buttons, that's done. That's the best phone ever. <laughs> and then Apple or like HTC and like other touchscreens like came out and you're like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah. Like to me, just to ask people, but on the low, I would like enough. some buttons. It, well, again. exactly. We we you have got to buttons on the side. It's just really important for an unpopular opinion to be able to be expressed. And if you use those networks or the platforms to just do that, you will you neglect yourself to like have that unpopular opinion. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like an unpopular opinion. This season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, don't know. I wish I, I cared. Think, I don't think that's unpopular. I <laughs> think right, that cool. is. I think that is the. Uh, that's the general consensus. Yeah, it's uh, that this season was like, a, ah, why'd you do it like that? Wow. Yeah, it's yes. not complex. Damn, it's well, very boring. Spoiler alert! If there's anybody who hasn't watched it, last episode sucks. Whoa! <laughs> I thought you were about, you were about to drop it. I'm like, dang. Well, no, I'm just saying they should just save all of their uh, joy that they've had throughout <laughs> the last like eight seasons and just end with no, the no, previous no. episode. Here's what I would say. I would say watch all the seasons up in the last one and then and then stop watching it yeah. and then read the books when they come out. Boom. <laughs> that maybe it'll be a little bit better. I just, I never started watching it. And yeah. now at this point, I'm very glad that I didn't. Dude, I just I mean, watched it's good. this season. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And a couple of episodes from the previous seasons and those couple of episodes that I watched from the previous season, they're really good. You're I got so it. Strange. I understand. No, I understand I'm everything stuck. that I need uh, to understand. Yeah. That's like watching the last twelve minutes of a movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just fucking weird. But then I'm done. 
Yeah, yeah, but I mean, not really. Mm-hmm. You may you may get the general idea, but like the complexities of the movie or the show or whatever, like you miss out on all of it. The good parts. You get the general idea of it, which you could have just read I mean, on Wikipedia. So the, I mean, so that really sucks that I'm What's like, I didn't even get you didn't all of the good parts, the whole but I still journey. think it's the end. Would you read the bad. last chapter of a book? Yes. What? Because that's where the meat is. That's the terrible. <laughs> <Don't>, nobody <laughs> listened to Erwin. I'm looking to give you another analogy. <laughs> that's bad. How about if you were in a coma your whole life up <laughs> until the last five years? <laughs> you still want to do that? I'd live those last five years <laughs> up. That's. I would do the same. Yeah. I got it. Those would be a great five years. I, I guess, yeah. I guess. I, 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 I like disgust. I'm trying to think of like what I could like in this too, and the only thing I could think of care. is like having a meal and letting someone and else dessert? someone the else no bite. having someone else eat most of it. It getting cold, and then you having and then you the like the last, last couple bite. of bites. That's, yeah, that's not that's not very satisfying. No, <laughs> it's like it it's like it? eggs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's old smelly it's eggs old cold oh, eggs when i was in japan oh no <laughs> when i was in japan everybody knows the smell of old eggs yeah i was in this like hole in the wall bar and i was drinking out of this like glass oh no and they smelled like old <laughs> dirty eggs but then i didn't want to be rude and be like dude you didn't wash this cup also i don't speak japanese so then I just chugged it, uh, and then just like asked for another cup. Yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe that was just I don't, man. That's, that's nice. <laughs> you should just got another beer or whatever you had. Well, I I did after. Okay, just went in for another one uh, out of another cup. You right? don't you don't want to be rude. I mean, you should have just dropped it. Can't. There's like three people in this bar. Oh my god, where'd you go? It's like small bars, bro. There were three people there? There's really small bars in Japan. Internet. Cool. They're looking at you. You just accidentally... I mean, yeah. that's a bad idea, too. Accidentally. We really went off subject here. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably... I need to cut that out. <laughs> no, just keep, keep it. These are, these, are, these are things. These are real raw moments These here are raw moments. In the Brand Beat Studio. <laughs> well, this is the end. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>